Uh, there's no Sunday school for three weeks after this, so we'll be starting a new series then when we get back in the saddle. But I was thinking about what I wanted to say today. And of course, I've been reading through Isaiah for the last several months and just so enticing to me. And there's a big argument in this brain of mine. Don't you want to preach this one and not that one? I said, well, I want to preach both of them. <laughs> and so I had a big argument this week with myself. And I won. <laughs> I won because I did chapter 63 this morning, and now I'm going to do chapter 64. <laughs> so, uh, and I was thinking about something in specific. Uh, and when I read this passage, I just love it. I just love it. And I want to explain why, based on the culture today, and what we're living through now in our culture, uh, why I think this is such a wonderful passage. Chapter 64 of Isaiah, just the first couple of verses. <clears throat> oh, that thou wast rend the heavens, that thou wast come down, that the mountains might flow down at thy presence. As when the melting fire burneth, the fire causes the waters to boil. Make thy name known to thy adversaries, that the nations may tremble at thy presence. When thou didst terrible things which we look not for, thou camest down, the mountains flowed down at thy presence. Isaiah has this prayer. He said, God, can't you come down here? Come down. Just come right out of heaven and get down here and come down here. And when you come, the mountains are going to melt. And uh, we're going to be scared to death when you come. In particular, he says, I'd like to see the nations tremble when God comes down. And boy, I've been thinking that lately. I wish God would just come down. And so they talk about God coming down and uh, because things aren't right. You know what I'm talking about. Things aren't right. Uh, pray, come down. Come on, God. And um, show them what's what. Churches in Canada have been closed and remain closed. Still closed. And uh, they just won't allow them to open. And they say, God, just come down here. Fix that. That needs to be fixed. We can't let that continue. And somebody needs to stand up and fight. But we said, man, if, if God would come down like he did and the mountains melt, that would straighten them out. Maybe you've noticed, I can't, I don't know how you could help but notice, uh, in our country it's Gay Pride Month. Now, we have one day, Independence Day, for the 4th of July, right? One day to celebrate the whole history of the country and the freedom. Uh, they're going to have a whole month to celebrate their gay pride uh, in our country. 
And so sin is celebrated. This is great. We'll celebrate it. We'll have, it, have all we want. We'll encourage it. We'll encourage it. And you feel like, God, come down. Come down and stop this. Stop this. And in our country, we see it all over. We see it in, certainly in New York State, but not only there, other places around the country. Law and order is abandoned. Don't want it. Don't want it anymore. Don't want law and order. Don't release criminals uh, whenever we can. If somebody was telling me about Rochester. They, they arrested a guy, took him in, they released him, and he grabbed a woman right in the parking lot, shoved her out of her car, and drove away. It's like that. You're going to release the criminal, you're going to have crime. The murders are soaring out of sight all over the country. We're going to have, no, we don't want law and order. We're going to release criminals now. We're not going to uh, try to do anything to help that. So say, God, come down here and stop what's going on. And it goes further and further. The schools teach what they call critical race theory. Not all of them, but a lot of them are teaching critical race theory and are teaching people that everybody hates you. They're born to hate you. It's in their nature to hate you. And so uh, you can hate them back. You can hate them back. Say, God, come down. Put an end to this. Martin Luther King, when he was walking around, he taught, number one, nonviolence. We're not going to have violence. We're going to have nonviolence. All right? Now, the people who say, well, we're in that. Don't all do that. All right? They don't do that at all. They don't believe in nonviolence. And he said, I want a colorblind society so that the black child and the white child can walk down the street together. That's what even they they've entirely abandoned what he said. And they're going on. So he said, God, come down. Can we stop these kind of things? It's a frustrating thing sometimes to see them going on. And you wish that somehow we could put an end to it and we could make it stop. And we need, need, need it to stop. But it's not going to, it just seems like it's not going to stop. So we have something to say. All wrongs will be made right. And you'd like that to happen today, so would I. I'd like it to happen today, um, that all wrongs should be made right. So I want to look at a couple of verses here to help us with these thoughts, that all wrongs will be eventually made right. Um, Genesis, Genesis in chapter 18. Genesis chapter 18. God is having a conversation here with Abraham. The cause of the conversation is the city of Sodom. Now in the city of Sodom, they're a pretty nasty bunch of people. They are uh, overtaken by homosexuality. The whole city 
has gone that way. And so God says to Abraham, I'm going to destroy the place. And so verse 23, Abraham drew near and said, will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? For Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for fifty righteous that are therein? So he starts a bargaining process. He says, Well, God, don't destroy Sodom. Would you promise if there's fifty people? Verse 25, be that far from thee to do after this manner, slay the righteous with the wicked, that the righteous should be as the wicked. Be it far from thee, shall not the judge of all the earth do right. That's what Abraham said to God. The judge of all the earth is going to do right. All right. So we have the judge. Jesus is the judge of all the earth, and he will always do right. So God said, well, I don't know. If there's 50, I probably wouldn't, would spare the city. And so they bargain again. They go down to 40. They go down to 30. They go down to 20. All right. And finally they bargain down to 10. Just 10 good people in the whole city, and I'll spare it. As you know, there was only three. That's all there was in the whole city. And so God said, no, it's going to be destroyed. And so those three were given a, a, a way out, Lot and his two daughters. His wife failed. She was destroyed with the city. But Lot and his two daughters made out. There's only three there. So uh, the question that Abraham asked is, you're the judge of all the earth. You will do right, won't you? And God said, yes, I always will do right. Somehow, God is going to fix everything that's wrong. Right Now, when's that going to happen? Well, all I can say is patience, my friends. Patience. Patience is needed for all of us to wait for God. But we have a description in the Bible of how it's going to happen and what's going to happen. And so for our encouragement, let's say uh, Isaiah chapter 11, Isaiah again, Isaiah chapter 11. Isaiah is talking about a time that's still in our future. When God's going to come, he's going to fix everything that's wrong. Now, God is going to come to the earth and he's going to take over. And governments are entirely going to have to bow to him. So he's going to change the entire program of the governments of this world. He's going to run the government all over the world. And here's one of the things that's going to happen during that time. Verse 4 of Isaiah 11. With righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. All right, as soon as he gets here, people who are poor and people who've been down are going to be taken care of. He shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. 
The righteous shall be the girdle of his loins and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. And then his peaceable kingdom spreads into the animal kingdom. The wolf shall also deal with the lamb, leopard lie down with the kid, the calf and the young lion, the flat, fatling together, a little kid shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall they feed, their young ones shall lie down together, the lion shall eat straw like an ox, a sucking child shall play on the hole of an ass, a weaned child shall put his hand on a cockatrice. So they'll be playing with poison snakes. Little children play with poison snakes. Why? Because the stress will go out of the world when Jesus comes. There is today in this world a stress. It's a natural stress in the world that as soon as sin came into the world, all through creation, there was a great stress. And that stress is still there. And when that stress disappears from the world, then lions will sit down with children and you'll have uh, bears feeding on grass next to cows and everything will be peaceable. Verse 9, they shall not hurt or destroy in my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So how much do the waters cover the sea? Completely, right? The waters cover the sea completely. He says, now what's going to happen and when, this, when the judge comes to do right, he said, knowledge of God will cover the world. It will cover the world. Right? The knowledge of God is going to go through the entire world. How is that going to happen? How is that going to happen? It's not automatic. It doesn't just suddenly happen. Although when he arrives, <laughs> remember, he said, I'm not coming quietly. The first time he came, he slipped into the world and is born quietly in a manger. Next time he's coming, he's coming with a sword. And it says there's going to be a big trumpet blowing. You're going to know he's come. He's going to rend the heavens like Isaiah said. Come, come down. Well, he, when he comes, he's coming down. And Daniel, next couple books over, tells us that there's going to be an education process that goes through the world. And in particular, there are going to be teachers. Daniel 12, verse 3. They that be wise, or actually teachers, shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. There's going to come a time when he's going to tell us who know the Bible, who have taught the kingdom of God, he's going to send us out. He says, I expect your information to cover this world. He's going to send out teachers. And he says their wise people are going to be rising to the top and going out as teachers. They're going to teach the world. And so uh, it'll be part of the church of Jesus Christ that begins to go out into the world and teach the world about God until everybody knows about God. Now, Revelation chapter 3, 
or I'm sorry, Revelation chapter 20. Here's how long we have to teach. Revelation 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that hath part of the first resurrection, on such a second death hath no power. They shall be priests of God in Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. And so you and I are going to have a chance uh, to be part of a kingdom that lasts a thousand years. And it will be our job to spread the truth of God all over the world. Teachers are especially going to be sent all over the world for a thousand years as God fills the world with the knowledge of God and who he is. Right? And so today people say, oh, I don't want to hear about God. You won't have a choice then. You're going to learn. Wherever you go, people will be teaching about God and who he is. And it'll be in schools. It'll be everywhere. It'll be sweeping over the world. Now, here's a little bonus for you. All right? You ready for this? Ready for a bonus? 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. In Corinthians church, they had a couple problems. One of them was that somebody was suing another Christian. We wouldn't do that, right? Right. Somebody say, right, we would not do that. No, no. We don't do that. All right. And here's what he says, chapter 6 of 1 Corinthians. Dare any of you, having a matter against the other, go to the law before the unjust and not before the saints? Don't you dare take any issue between you outside of the church. Verse 2, do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge in the smallest matter? Christians are going to be sent out as judges across the world to exercise government authority set up by Jesus Christ. How far is that going to go? Verse 3. Watch this one. Know you not that we shall judge angels? <laughs> Anybody ready to judge an angel? All right. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. It's coming. All right. He says, so you are going to be given a lot of authority under this new government to do what needs to be done. Now, uh, we sing it every year at Christmas time. Uh, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And so what we see now, which is we'll get away from God any way we can. We'll do whatever we feel like doing. That's going to go away. And in its place, it will come God sending teachers all over the world, pulling the stress out of the world and making it a whole wonderful place. He says they're going to take your weapons and beat them into plowshares. We're not going to waste money on weapons because there'll be a kingdom of peace. Peace will fill the entire world because Jesus will be in charge. He's going to rule from his throne, and he's going to have us out there doing the job. So if you're a little frustrated right now and you say, come on, God, come now, he's coming. 
He's coming. And when he comes, he's going to take care of business. And it'll be our job to serve in his kingdom as teachers, as judges all around this world. I don't know how that's all going to work out. And some things I cannot comprehend. I just can't get it. I don't know how God can make everything right that's gone wrong. I can't. I can't figure it out. I've been trying for years to figure that out, and I can't. I don't know. Obviously, he's a lot smarter than us, okay? He knows what to do. I, I don't know. I know of cases where there's been abuse and in the fam families, and I just don't know how it can ever be fixed. I don't know. But God does. And he's going to step in and fix what was wrong and set it all right. So I'm kind of excited about that. Sooner the better, right? <laughs> come on, come down, Isaiah. Come on, come down. Show us what's what. And we, we join Isaiah. That's right. I would that God would just come down here and fix it. He's coming. It's up to us to be patient until he comes. And if I was you, I would say the best thing you can do is fill your head with this book so that when he gets here, you're useful to him. You want to be useful to that king when he arrives. And this is what he's going to spread around the entire world until every part of the world is filled with the knowledge of God. I can't, wow. That's wonderful. Look at the darkness we live in. Look at how darkness has covered this land. And it seems like in such a short time it jumps so quickly ahead. He's going to take care of it. So it'll be made right. And I can see some of it. How he's going to do it, I can't see all of it. I don't know how he's going to do it all, but we ask oh, with old Abraham the same question. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Yes, he's going to do right. And he mentions over and over again, I'm going to come to the poor. I'm going to come to the needy. I'm going to come to the meek. He's got those people in his heart. And when a government says, we're going to the poor, here's a bunch of money. That ain't it. It's not it. It's not helping. He will know what to do, and he'll take care of it. So, yeah, we're a little frustrated. Patience, my mother said, is a virtue. Possess it if you can, right? Seldom found in women and never found in men. That's what she said, she wasn't always right, <laughs> most of the time. All right. Thank you. That's what's coming.